Hi, I'm Kelsey Farias. And I'm Armando Farias. And each week we will be sharing knowledge and inspiration on becoming a better you. Feeling down, defeated, or looking at how to better yourself? We got you. Already successful? Great. Let's help you achieve even more. Sit back and get prepared to hear about overcoming challenges related to self-development, such as mental health, relationships, goal setting, personal growth, fitness, and dream building. Welcome Welcome to to Self-Love Sit-Downs. Hello and welcome to another amazing episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. Armando and Kelsey here with you. And we actually have our very first interview of the year. We're super excited. We've been planning this for a couple of months now and been trying to get our schedules to coordinate. But we have an amazing story. We have somebody that's gone through so many difficult things, but it continues to be positive and continues to love life. We have with us today, Misael Guerra. Good afternoon, guys. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to share the information. And I'm so glad to see people like these guys that just are there to care for other people. So thank you. Yeah, no, yeah. we're so we're so excited to have you on. We just believe that you truly have a different view in life that others need to hear. And so that's why we asked you as our very first guest to be on this episode. So I guess we can just kind of jump right in. Do you want to start? Yeah, well, I mean, we'll just start. So the reason that we chose or the, the reason that we sought out after, uh, for Misael, is that okay? I'll call you Misael. Is that okay? Yeah, definitely. Perfect. Um, is he, you were 20 years old when you found out that you had a tumor. Yes. Right. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that process and what was going through your mind when you found out? Yeah. Like you said, I was 20 years old. And uh, I was already working for uh, Washington Mutual. Mm -hmm. I was already in finances. And it was something so small as me seeing uh, kind of pressure in my eyes. Mm -hmm. And I was telling myself, I know, I was just going to college, learning new things here at work. The ladies kept telling me, you should go to the doctor Mm -hmm. and get checked. And I was like, no, it's okay. It's just stress. Everything will go back to normal. And it was like, no... January when I started there, and it was um, the ladies just telling me over and over again, go get it checked, go get it checked. And then it wasn't until September, actually, that I had that surgery because they found a huge tumor in my head. And it was something just surprising to find something so big on there. Yeah. When you just thought it was simple headache, it was a... And you said this was the size of a softball, right? Yeah, no, and I kept correcting... The doctor's like, Are you sure it's not like a like a tennis ball or a, even a baseball? They're like, no, it's a softball. Wow. A huge size. And if you were to look at my MRIs right now, I do have like huge uh, a gap mm-hmm. or a hole in my brain wow. from where the brain actually adjusted or changed on there. Wow. But yeah, that, this, we're talking way back 2008. 9-11 was my uh, surgery. But uh, yeah. Just time flies, it just goes by so quickly. Yeah, and I think one of the most amazing things about your story is that even though you went through that process, you probably are probably one of the most positive people that I know, even with what you've gone through. What do you, what are you doing or how do you stay so positive? Yeah, sometimes it's hard to say, but it's just being a positive person. What good does it do anybody to be negative? to be depressed, to be angry. Mm -hmm. It's just to be thankful for every day. 
honestly, I don't want to get all religion, but it's saying we deserve nothing. We've earned nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just to be thankful for every morning you wake up, not just not if you're sick, not if you're the healthiest person in the world, just be thankful is what I have to say. Yeah. Just be grateful. Yeah, and I think you're... You, your bond with family is huge, right? And his wife, Heather's not here with us today, but I feel like she's a huge part of you staying positive and your recovery, right? Yeah, definitely. That has a lot to do with it on the family side. But with Heather, honestly, I wouldn't be here, honestly, if it wasn't for her. She's done so much for me, not only emotionally, financially, but health-wise, just to be there to support me. It's just... I strongly believe in if someone were to take the same medication, depends it on, on your heart, your love, your family. And I thank her for every day because without her, I'd most likely not exaggerate. I'd be dead. Wow. Wow. Definitely. I have so much respect for you, your family, yours and Heather's relationship. I think that, you know, we kind of, for the listeners, we kind of had a conversation before we started recording and we were discussing everything we were going to talk about. And I was telling Misa that I have so much respect for his wife. Because when I think of your guys' story, I put myself in her shoes. And going through this battle with you. And just the level of support that she has provided. The dedication to getting answers. The just... She has not taken no for an answer. I would... I would like to bet that she probably knows more about some of this medical stuff than other doctors. And that just comes to show how much she really, truly loves and cares for you, your well-being, and how she's willing to really go to battle for you. And I just think that it's so inspirational, as we were discussing, that, you know, we all, when you get married, you say your vows through sickness and in health. And she has just proven that so much. And that level of support is just, I have so much respect. And I truly like applaud her for everything. Both of you have been through so much. And I would like for you to just kind of share with our listeners, what has that done for your guys' relationship through everything that you guys have been through? Yeah, definitely. Like you were mentioning, the little, you know, those words you say at the wedding. And, you know, usually it's just culture or tradition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I'm so glad that what you're saying, because just a couple of days ago, I actually saw the uh, a video of it. Mm-hmm. And when we, were, when we were saying those words, it's just, especially on Heather's side, it's just like you were saying, I see that she's proven that. Yeah. Um, I honestly would be, would be dead by now if it wasn't for her. Yeah. And it's just something that, we need to take more more serious. Yeah. The love and the respect. And it's just the change, let's say four or five years ago, if we would fight over the simplest, dumbest little things. Yeah. Now it's like, let's be grateful. Yeah. Eh, because doesn't you know, matter. Be, exactly. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just, it's not worth it. It's just everything she's done for me is just so much lo- bigger, more larger than, you know, just overtake that stuff. Yeah. It's nothing what I'm what I would fight over about, for example. Yeah. And it's just, you know, we need to all just be grateful. Mm-hmm. We need to realize because I think that it was not only the cancer, but age and maturity and everything. But yeah. since the beginning, we need to just think about it 
and be grateful mm-hmm. because a lot, a lot of people just they want more than what they have exactly and we honestly don't need more yeah we need to value what we already have yeah and value what we don't deserve yeah mm-hmm. and a lot of people just they want more mm-hmm. and we, we we honestly don't need it yeah we always think the grass is greener on the other side mm-hmm. but it's truly the grass is greener where you water it. Yeah. If you are constantly looking at what others have and like, oh, I wish I had that. I wish I, but what about you have? People are looking at you wishing mm-hmm. they had what you have. Exactly. So why don't you be grateful for what you have? And I think that you are just, you're truly living that. Just how we were talking and you were saying, I wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful that I woke up today. Yeah. That's so inspiring because that's something that I don't think I've ever thought of because I'm not in your situation. You know, I know that after losing both of my parents, I have, it's completely changed my outlook on life. For me, it's life is too short. Life is too short. And, you know, as much as we can stress about all the things that life is going to throw at us, sometimes we just have to live in the moment. Mm-hmm. And you are just, you're living that life. I mean, I'm inspired by you so much because of your positivity and just your ability to overcome challenges. And you're always the one cracking the jokes. And yeah. and that's something that, you know, you could look at somebody who has all the money, all the things, all the health, and they're not as happy as you. You know, and so it just comes to show that that stuff doesn't matter. It's what you make of it. Yeah. And I think that's so, just so great to be able to see in you. Just be thankful. Yeah. And I know it sounds like a little dumb, but when we watch your movie now, my wife and I, we notice things like there's this rich guy, whatever. Yeah. All the money and is still depressed. Yep. And it's like, why am I happier than him? Yep. I'm, I have cancer. I have everything. And I'm happy laughing over here. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly what you're saying. Be grateful with what you have because material is material. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to pay bills or whatever, but mm-hmm. don't make that your main focus in life. Mm-hmm. It's it's nothing. Yeah. And I'm so grateful people like you guys that show that, you know, it's be happy with what you have. Mm-hmm. Because other people wish they had half of what we have. Exactly. And uh, just being grateful. Yeah, I think one of the the biggest one of the things that we talk about on this podcast is being present, being in the present, being in the moment, enjoying the moment. And I feel like a lot of us struggle with it, but you've found that ability to do that. You are present on a daily basis to where you enjoy everything. I feel like when you look at something like, for example, when there's the blue sky, you appreciate that blue sky. Where other some of us look at it like, oh, the sun's out. We're just going to continue. Where you look at the the grass, you look at the trees, you look at the skies, the mountain, everything, and you, I feel like you have a sense of appreciation that's changed you because of what's happened to you. And that's something that I think is completely beautiful, and that so many of us can learn from. Mm-hmm. Definitely, that goes back to my wife. She's the one that actually. Uh, introduced me into art mm-hmm. and because of her of course you know with you being so appreciative of what you see it's because of her i see the clouds in the morning and get ideas i'm just appreciating the beauty mm-hmm. not only to just enjoy it but to paint it yeah <laughs> and it's something that you just kind of have to wake up sometimes and tell yourself be grateful yeah well, look what you can you know see from your back window right people that wish they could from theirs it's just in general being grateful 
for that kind of stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Definitely. How do you think this has everything that you have been through with your health? How do you feel that it has changed your whole family and their relationships? Do you think it's brought all of you closer and kind of what has it done inside your family? Maybe not for your relationship with each of them, but as a whole, do you feel like it's had a big impact on your entire family? I definitely think it has. Um, All of us just, I feel like we're all more, you know, just together. Mm -hmm. Right now, for example, my sister is with my mom helping over their yard sale because she sold her house. Mm -hmm. So just to make a point, like, I don't think I would see that very often in the other situations. But it's just something I I see them closer. Mm -hmm. I just posted a picture of how close we were 10 years ago Mm -hmm. till now. And you can almost just see it on the pictures. Yeah. Like they're there because they want to be there. Yeah. Not because it's culture or tradition or we have to be there. Mm-hmm. It's because we want to. Yeah. And I really, I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. And I think I've told you even things that have happened in my life the last 10 years, if it's health, you know, emotional, financial, whatever, there's nothing that would change at all because that's how I feel that we've gotten this close with yeah. the family. And I really appreciate people like, you know, like them, like my family. Yeah. That I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. That we're not alone and we're here to fight these battles together. Yeah. So yeah. what? So just so I understand correctly, so what you're saying is everything you've gone through, you, appre- you actually appreciate going through what you've gone through because it's made you who you are today and it's made your family who you are today and your relationship with your wife. Definitely. You know, most people wouldn't, most people would be like, I wish my cancer would never have happened. I wish this wouldn't have happened. I wish this wouldn't have happened, you know? Wish, wish, wish. Where you've accepted it, you've accepted that you've gone through it, you've embraced it, and you've went ahead with the change that's, that it's brought upon you. I brought it up uh, to you guys, and I brought it up to my family. I brought it up to friends. If I had the power of changing everything, I wouldn't change a thing. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just I feel like we need, we need to learn a lesson. Mm-hmm. We need to go through certain situations just to appreciate what we do have. Mm-hmm. I would change nothing. Wow. Yeah, I I can really relate to that because even losing my parents, I feel like it's kind of dark. But I've even told people is I wouldn't change it. Not because I don't want them here because I miss them every single day. But I wouldn't change it because I wouldn't be who I am now. I wouldn't be as strong of a person I wouldn't have you know we wouldn't have started this podcast I wouldn't have started my business and helped so many women like it's just a chain of events that wouldn't be there if it weren't for those dark hard times and so I can relate to that so much and it's so crazy when you actually stop and think oh I'm grateful for losing my parents or I'm grateful for cancer it sounds stupid. It's yeah. like, what? What? Why would you say that? But but it's because it's made us who we are. Exactly. And that's there's so much power in that. And if that weren't there, what would our life even be like? Yeah, which direction yeah. would we have gone? Yeah, maybe your family wouldn't be as close and yeah. somebody would have moved away. Or, you know, there's just a whole chain of events that could be different. Mm-hmm. But it's it's brought us what we have today and we're grateful for what we have today. And so it's a blessing. It is. And there's so much power in that. And I think people have a really hard time viewing things that way. But it's like, 
we can't go back and change it. So mm-hmm. we might as well embrace what we have, find the silver linings and find the gratitude in all of these things. Yeah. There's just so much power in it. Yep, there I, is. I do want to talk too about about two or three years ago, you had another rough episode where your brother and Heather, your wife, you guys flew down to get additional help for a tumor and kind of walk us through what happened there and kind of what was going on medically as well as how you overcame that. Yeah, that was the time the doctors here in Wenatchee, they were pretty much giving up on the whole situation. Mm-hmm. They were like, just let him rest. Let him, you know, pass, you know, pass. Sorry. Just, you know, let him let him die pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And Heather was like, oh, hell no. That's yeah. a, a, another amazing <laughs> yeah. example of your wife not taking no for an answer. Yeah. She was like, yeah. oh, no, that's she not even had, an option. No. Yeah. No. We ended up in different states, uh, different medications, and I'm still here. Yeah. And what I take, I have strong respect for doctors in general. Yeah. But I know sometimes they look at, you know, numbers, they look at books. That's what they call them, you know, that they're in practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, respect, but sometimes they're basing their decisions on numbers. Yeah. And I'm so grateful. Like, Heather's like, no, mm-hmm. we're going to keep trying. We're going to keep, you know, giving it effort. Yeah. And I'm still here today. I'm just so grateful for that part, too. Yeah. And like what I'm saying, like, one day at a time, don't yeah. give up. Yeah. Because, you know, something could happen the next day. Even doctors have told me, you never know. Maybe next week I'll get approved of another chemotherapy that might work better for you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm here. Yep. I'll be the dummy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got my number. Yeah, you got my number. <laughs> you got my digits. Yeah. No, but it's like, no, it's just, we're all human. Yeah. We all have, you know, we may just all have good intentions. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes we look at doctors as gods or whatever. Yeah. Which they're very smart. They have very long, you know, study. Yeah very intelligent but they're still just human exactly and uh, errors are natural unfortunately like what you were saying is doctors go off statistics Mm -hmm. you know this percentage of him surviving maybe is this percent so we just need to let it go yeah where i think that's absolutely amazing where they're like no that percentage is enough for us to keep on fighting to risk it yeah and Mm -hmm. i mean if if you guys would have just accepted that you would be here with us today no yeah i'd be out already yeah. Yeah. And it's weird because the uh, chemo I was taking now before the whole virus, they thought that it wasn't going to help me much. And Heather was like, we're going to try it. Mm-hmm. And here I am today. Yeah. So it's just it's like a little sign that even though the doctors might say, you know, it's not going to work on you, mm-hmm. you have this type of cancer. Let's give it a try. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't mean this in a positive, like, I have nothing to lose. But truly, it's like, might as well just yeah. test it on me. Yeah, let's get it going. So I truly believe, too, and this is something that we talk about on the podcast is we really believe in manifesting and just if you believe something will work, it'll work. If you really, truly want something, you'll make it happen. And I I truly believe that that's kind of what happened for you after that situation. And Heather was just I'm not going to accept anything less. It's going to work. And it worked. And when you think of that, it's like, wow, doctors were saying no. You know, people who have gone to school and paid hundreds of thousands of dollars 
were looking at you and saying, this isn't going to work. And your wife said, it is going to work. And it worked. And it's just, I think it's the power of really believing. Mm -hmm. And then the power of her love and support that I'm sure, and your family's love and support that they were just pumping into you. That was enough to get you through something that nobody thought you would make it through. Like they probably look at you as a medical miracle. And you're just sitting here like, yep, my wife loves me. And she was not going to let anything (laughs) happen. Yeah. And that's just so powerful. Just her love for you and believing that this was going to work for you. And then and then just another roadblock was then you guys got Mm COVID-19. So kind of talk us through what happened there and how long were you in the hospital? And yeah, that was uh, that was a tough one. Was it February, mid February? Mm -hmm. I don't remember the day, but yeah, I was out at a certain point where unconscious for like two weeks wow wow i was out wow and it was weird because i remember almost pictures mm-hmm. but it was me in the in the room room three i believe it was but yeah it's at that point i would have if it was a regular human with you know no sickness no cancer they wouldn't wouldn't have been surprised of them passing away yeah so just the fact that i was there yeah and i went to the top floor Saying this guy's okay, he's doing all right. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy because it makes me question: like, what did I do to deserve this? What did I do? Why am I still alive? Yeah. And it makes you think about it. And like only, only he knows the answer. Yeah. yeah. And it's just crazy because yeah, I would have passed. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's so crazy. And correct me if I'm wrong. You got done with chemo in January, and then you got COVID in February. February. And you overcame that after being in the hospital for like 40 plus days? Yeah, I think it was almost 50 days. Oh my gosh. I was out for quite some time. Yeah. And do you remember anything from that time that you were out? Could you hear things? Could you? I remember more like the, towards the end of the time frame at the hospital. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I was pretty much dreaming the whole time. Yeah. I don't usually have nightmares Mm -hmm. in normal, general sleeping yeah but that night i had weird dreams i think they were dreams mm-hmm. um, for example my two brothers in my dreams killed people wow. Oh, wow. and it was like i'm not that evil and i was dreaming that kind of stuff mm-hmm. yeah and i told my brothers all about it yeah and they giggled it away or whatever but yeah that was just part of the whole who knows the medicine yeah was it my brain mm-hmm. yeah was it me and it was just weird because i would wake up sometimes crying mm. And uh, part of the whole thing, then it was funny because one of the nurses, when I was at the clinic already, um, I called her over really fast because then I started dreaming weird things, not nightmares. I told her really fast, I have to go to the bathroom. And my sister says that I have to go uh, pick her tomatoes from the store or something (laughs) like that. And the nurse was like, "Uh, I can help you with one thing. Yeah. Pee pee. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I don't can't help you with the tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. And it was like my brain, like, what was I thinking about my sister? Yeah. That and she tomatoes. Needs, she needs tomatoes. Yeah. She wants tomatoes. Yeah. So it's like how weird her brain, or my brain at least, was just kind of working out. Yeah. Kind of going back to normal, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I'm so thankful that now I don't really have dreams anymore. Yeah. You know, going back to normal. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And, I just think that, you know, even through all of these things, 
it's brought your family closer. It's made yours and Heather's relationship Definitely. stronger. I There's just so much respect for that, your positivity, overcoming challenges. I really do, though, love the support that you get from your family. I think, you know, they've done tons of fundraisers, mm -hmm. their car wash, and there's been a bunch of them. Selling tamales. Uh -huh. I mean, pretty much anything you Who can do. Who doesn't like tamales? Right? <laughs> yeah, we bought some. We bought a lot, actually. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's so inspiring to see so many people just kind of form together for you and what does that when you when you I know you're going to have a great perspective on this because you're so appreciative but when you think of that of all of these people rooting for you and coming together for you like what does that do for you I know what that does is just first of all makes you thankful grateful mm -hmm. that you're just that a lot of people like you from yeah. work friendship whatever it yeah. is And that's what I hear a lot, mm -hmm. people that I meet, like, oh, this guy, whatever, you know, they mentioned. There's this one friend that my sister-in-law was selling cups with one of my paintings on there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I remember he gave me several hundred dollars for the cup. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I called him. I told him, sir, I think you made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> They're not this much. As, <laughs> yeah. I think you meant to write these. Like, oh, no, no, hope you another, you know, which is not a lot. I want to help you, though. Mm -hmm. And I always tell Heather it could be a quarter, it could be a thousand dollars. And like it's just the fact that someone wants to help. Mm -hmm. It just makes you like get goosebumps almost. Yeah. Like why? Like what did I do to mm -hmm. deserve this? I didn't do anything where I feel like I haven't done much. And it makes me so grateful when I see people like that. Yeah. Especially here in these little towns. Yeah. Mm -hmm. People that don't even know me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They know Heather through some lady that works with her and mm -hmm. and they want to help with something. Yeah. And I'm just like, why? Yeah. And then I put it my way. What if it was me? Mm -hmm. Like, heck yeah, I would like, I'd want to help too if I exactly. could. Exactly. You know, whatever. So yeah, I'm so glad that we live in a town like this that people are willing to help. Yeah. Show their love on their. Mm -hmm. I think it's, it just kind of restores your, your faith in humanity. Yeah. You know, we always, you see the news and all the bad crap going on in the world, but then something like this happens and you just see all of these people form together and it's just like, oh, there are good people. There are. There's mm -hmm. good. The bad thing is that sometimes we're quiet. Yeah. Yeah. On, on the news. Yeah. But it's like, shows like 5% of the people on the news. Yeah. Where's the 95? Where's the rest of Yeah. The, the giving, the loving, mm -hmm. the... You know, just people that are willing to help out whichever way they can. Yeah. And it's just say, oh, you're right. We let the uh, we let the news, we let the media tell us why the world is. Yeah. When there's people like you guys just willing to help. Mm -hmm. Big hearts there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something else that you mentioned when we were chatting before recording was that going through all of this, you really realized who your true friends are and more of like a quality over quantity. And that's something that I'm, I believe really strongly. Yeah. yeah. I, for me, my circle is very small, yeah. but it's because I'm so, I ride hard for the people in my circle, you yeah. know? And that's something that I just believe, you know, because like you mentioned in high school, it's like, I want to have all the friends. I want to be popular. But then you start growing up and you start realizing what actually matters. What is a friend? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I want those deep, meaningful relationships. Yeah. I don't need a hundred friends. I'd rather have five really strong, crazy friends that are ready to ride with me, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, so kind of tell us a little bit about how that perspective has changed from high school for you through adulthood now. Yeah. Just there's actually a picture that, uh, that I have online there. And it's really weird because there's like seven of us on there mm-hmm. and there's one other person that you can see a text like yesterday that's still my friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like, it makes you think a little bit like the other ones I would still, they're still my friends. Yeah. Right? There's still people that I care about, mm-hmm. but when's the last time I spoke to them? Exactly. Yeah. When's the last time that you could say like, oh, he shaves here now. He has this beard. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you can only do a certain amount of people. Yeah. And I realized that the other day. I was like, how do I only know one? Mm-hmm. And it happened to one day when I was at the comedy show. And uh, Heather's like, oh, let's go say hi to the friends you have over there. I'm like, no. I wish them the best. I wish them, you know, that they're happy with their family. Mm-hmm. But I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm okay over here with you and the friends we're already sitting with. Yeah. And it's like not being mean or anything, but like, they're not my buddies anymore. They're mm-hmm. my people I know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just... Sometimes we we need to wake up because mm-hmm. that could be someone right next to you. And you know, I need a friend. I need a friend. It's right next to you. Mm-hmm. Could be your brother. Could be your sibling, your dad. Mm-hmm. But it's like, let's be grateful with it. With, let's be grateful with what we already have. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because a lot of times we want more. Mm-hmm. We don't need more. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I think one of the things you were talking about that reminded me when we were talking before this was before you knew anything about all the medical stuff, you were planning your retirement, you're planning on like a bow and you're like, you know, you're planning your big future. Mm -hmm. And now that's all changed for you to where you're like, today's my day. And then tomorrow's a new day. You know, it's like you've, you've grown to really enjoy that time with your wife, with your family and everything else. And I think that's something that's absolutely amazing. Yeah, definitely. Just different thought, you know, value of the home, you have refinancing if needed Mm -hmm. and just in value, just, Looking at it a little different. Do I need a boat? No. Mm-hmm. Be nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like you don't need it or whatever. But yeah, it's just a different point of view, different thought on there. And I'm glad that Heather packs me up with the uh, planning on that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, new shoes. Nah, we're okay. Mm-hmm. We new washer and dryer. Sure. We mm-hmm. do need that. It's just different point of view, different thought. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful for like Heather that packs me up on that too. Yeah. But yeah, it just life changes. Yeah, it does. I think it's so amazing to see how I used to think, you know, 10 years ago versus what I think now. What what holds it's all we were talking about this last night. It's all in your perceived value. Everybody, the same item could cost the same amount. We could both look at an oven and it could be $500, you could be like, that's too expensive. And to me, I could be like, what a great deal. It's because my perceived value of that is higher, right? Mm-hmm. And that's how things in life are too. Yeah. Not just material items, but at this point, you know, my best friend, my perceived value of her is through the roof. She's worth $10 million billion mm-hmm. to me. But yet to somebody else, their best friend, they could be like, eh, you know, not worth that much to me, but, but it's just everybody's perceived value of what 
these things mean to them. Exactly. And that changes over time. I think as you mature. Age, hey, mature age. And I mean, the things that happen to you in life. Yeah, just in general. Exactly. And like sometimes it can be not easy, but you can see who's truly there for you. Exactly. And just a different point of view. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're right. It is hard when you go through something really difficult and... You know, I know you had mentioned as well that sometimes people will talk to you and talk to you a lot about your medical stuff. And you're like, no, just talk to me normal. Yeah. I just want to live regular life. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's interesting because even, um, you know, after my parents died, people were like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know what to say to you. And it's like, you're not going to say anything that's going to fix it. Hmm. So just be there. Just be there. Just be present with me. Give me a side hug. Yeah, give yeah. me a little side hug. Yeah. Let's crack some jokes. No, and that's what I say. Like, uh, you love the conversations, but treat me normal. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be treated like a kid. Yeah. Sick kid or like, yeah. Oh, just talk to me normal. No, yeah. Talk to me about nothing. Mm-hmm. Nonsense. Yeah. Let's and talk like, about the stupid stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah. It, it, that reminds me of how you were telling us just earlier how now you are considered the grandpa in the family. Yeah, I know the su- the, the secrets. Yeah, you know, I know the secrets. <laughs> I know why they call it breakfast. <laughs> to break your fast. <laughs> like, shut up, grandpa. <laughs> he really blew Armando's mind yeah, I was with that mind one. Blown. He I was like, like, what? I was today years old when I exactly, found that yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, it's like crazy on there. The stupid facts that hold up space in your head. Hey, a lot of people don't know where... Can uh, cake candles come from? Yeah, you know and stuff like that. Like, here's a story. It all starts back in the Greek culture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like shut up, Grandpa. <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm glad that the, like I said, I'm glad with the family connection on there. Mm-hmm. Very important. Yeah, I believe in that. That could be me and you know Bob, whatever name, take the same medication, but it has a lot to do with the results. Have a lot to do with family love. Yeah. The support yeah, and you, everything. When you go into like when you try a new medication, when you're trying the new medication, do you go into it with the mindset of like, oh, let's try something new? Or do you go into it and be like, this is going to work. This is going to work. Positive. I try like, hey, it's going to work for me because cause it's going to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's There's huge. no other just option. I think yeah. that's it's huge. just going to work. It's going to work. It's, uh, you know, every day. And I don't know. It's just, well, I don't want to be negative. Yeah. And be like, oh, what if it doesn't work? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cry about it mm-hmm. and be depressed and can't even enjoy a movie, whatever. Exactly. Just be positive. Yeah. And just be grateful for every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh there's a verse that I always thought about uh, with Job in it. That he says it's a, it's a longer one, but the main message says, Naked I came and naked I shall leave. Mm-hmm. Praise him. Mm-hmm. And I know in Spanish and English a little different, but it's so like true. Like we come, we become rich, we wanna be rich, we wanna have all this material, but naked we came, naked mm-hmm. we shall leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, just something to back to what I'm saying. Just be grateful. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's something that we can, like I mentioned it before, we can all learn from it because I'm trying to, as you're talking, I'm thinking of your timeline. Like you were, you were 20 years old and you found out that you were had this. You had the procedure done, and then how old were you when you found when you had your when you went down to Arizona? Oh, that's a good question. What was it? Because how old are you now? 
33. 33. So in a span from 20 to 33. So 13 years, yep. you have gone through probably more medical procedures than any of us. A lot of us will probably never go through in our lives, yeah. to be honest. You've been closer to death more times than I would want to be closer to death, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And as I sit with, as we sit here with you today, it's like absolutely amazing to be in your presence because the energy that you have radiates, mm-hmm. you know? It's something that I wish that more people would see in you and want to spend more time with you and just because you have a wealth of knowledge to share. You have so much to share, not just in in your random facts, (laughs) but like just your your outlook, your outlook on life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think your outlook on life is huge. And that's like I said, I keep on saying it. We all need to learn from it. Yeah, I think we all need to do that. Um, Sadly, you can be told as many times Mm -hmm. by your dad. You could be shown an example, but. Sometimes you have to go through it yourself. Exactly. If it's not, I'm not saying health, financially, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is, like sometimes sadly, you need to go through it. Yeah. And uh, sometimes you know, gotta do what you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. And there, I saw a quote the other day on Instagram, and it talked about sometimes the deepest, darkest places create the best people. Because we have to truly go through something to see how bad it can be to appreciate how good it is. Mm -hmm. And I think that you're just, that's kind of what you're saying here. And that's just so true that sometimes we have to see, we have to see what we could lose to appreciate what we have. Exactly. And then it's like, actually, yeah, actually, maybe what I have is pretty good instead of what I want. Yeah. And it's just about living in the moment, being positive, being grateful. And just live in life, mm-hmm. yeah. taking every day for what it is and just loving every ounce of it and the people around you that are truly there to ride yeah. with you. Mm-hmm. There's always a song that I've, I've heard a lot of songs, but um, Third Day, and he says, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. And it just makes you think. It's like, this is all true. Mm-hmm. We, we're so stingy. We want more all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, it's like saying, you know, appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's... And some people get stuck in that tunnel. Yeah. I feel like, you know, when you're driving through a tunnel, you know, the lights at the end. Yeah. But some people just stop and hang out in the middle. And yeah. it's like, what good is that doing for you? Yeah. You know, it's right there. You you can see it. Just push through. And I feel like that's what you've done is just push through and you're always reaching for the light. And that's just so inspiring. Yeah. It's just. Be grateful with what you have. Mm-hmm. Because like I said earlier, we honestly deserve nothing. Exactly. And it's like, it's these really like cheesy quotes that I like put on Facebook sometimes. Mm-hmm. There's one that I always remember that it's just like a hallway of tree of uh, doors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it says, until he opens the next door, I'll worship him in the hallway. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. it's just like so cheesy. But, but it's, it's so, so true. So it, it touches you almost. Yeah. Like, I don't care about the doors being locked. Yeah. Closed. I'm in the hallway, mm-hmm. and it's just like like saying, "Be grateful." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'll party right here. I'll party here. Yeah, yeah. Just bring some music. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, bring me a beer. I was gonna say the same thing. I was gonna say, I'll bring the beer. Give you me a bring- light. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's just being thankful. Same mm-hmm. summary. I know I've said it several times, and I don't want to bore anyone, but be grateful. Yeah. yeah. Be grateful. Be grateful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 If you want our listeners to take away one thing of everything we've talked about today. What's, what's a message do you want them to take away? Um, I think it goes back to the, what I just said, actually mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. be grateful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be grateful. Show 
appreciation with what you get. Mm-hmm. Honestly, just remember, just tell yourself all the time, we deserve nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We deserve nothing. Every time you drink your milk in the morning, every time you have your $100 steak mm-hmm. at a restaurant, mm-hmm. just remember, you deserve nothing. Mm-hmm. And yet we're blessed. I think that is such a good perspective because that really does, it's true. We do deserve nothing. So when you think of life that way, you're more grateful for every little thing because it's just such a reminder that actually you're right. I don't deserve this, but look at me here getting it. I better appreciate it in this moment. So I think that's a great message. Yeah, that's a great message to close with. Yeah. Great, Misa. I'm glad that we were able to do this finally. I'm I'm really excited for everybody to listen to your message and yeah. to live by the message. So that is all we have for you today. Thank we you so will, much. Yep. Yeah, thank you for Didn't being. Didn't realize that was the first uh, little interview. Yeah. Yeah. I feel famous now. You, you are you famous. Will be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. If you liked this episode, please leave us a review. In the world of podcasting, the only way to climb the ranks is by receiving feedback via comments and ratings, in return, reaching as many people as possible. As always, if you love this episode or know someone who would find value in this, share it with a friend and tag us. You can find us on Instagram at Kelsey underscore Teddy and Mondofarius05. For any additional feedback, you can email us at selflovesitdowns at gmail.com.